Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. What is it, Joe? The uh, episode uh, 301? No, the podcast is the same every week, oh, you cretin. <laughs> you say it every single week, Joe. I, I don't, don't. On I, this you specific don't. week, you seem to have forgotten that it's the podcast that never changes. Mm, how, can you have, sorry. how can you have episode numbers when you never change? I've forgotten the idea of everything that we do. Everything's falling. Scales are falling from it. Wool's been pulled over your eyes. And now the, scale, luckily, but the scales free, are falling from turned them. turned into scales, and now the scales are falling from your eyes. What the fuck is wrong with your eyes, Joe? <laughs> but luckily, things the are just... materialising in front of them. <laughs> the wolves just floated away. And you know what's let me see? All of our features, such as mine, which is reading the account of the plane bay. Why did you get so quiet? I'm really scared of the plane bay. <laughs> in case the plane bay hears you. I'm going to be anywhere. <laughs> Log. I, uh, after that, I will be celebrating episode 300 of the podcast, which was last week. Or inviting you to have a party on it. And I've seen the poster for Skyscraper with Dwayne Johnson. I the Rock! I didn't see the poster with him. He was in the poster and I was just standing there. Uh, so I thought, what is that film all about? And I've written, written a little script about it. So get Ready for that. Buckle up into your skyscraper I We said what our names are. Joe. Log. Steve. Not Matt or Gav. Bye. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's... Seen the skyscraper film about the rock who That's gets it. in a skyscraper. Are you guys aware of this film? It's one of the most entertaining trailers I think I've ever seen. Yes, so, I, I do like the fact that they are just finding massive things to pit the rock against, <laughs> rock against now. <laughs> you got Jumanji, in which he fought against a board game, which is an idea, and there's nothing bigger than an idea. That's, That's true, actually. Actually, it's, skyscraper's smaller, if anything. It's, it's pretty small. And then, but what's bigger than the than idea? Except the idea of three big monsters. Exactly. That's Rampage. That's Rampage, yes. Rampage. And now he's gone Rampage, uh, which involves punching skyscrapers a lot. Now it's the skyscraper itself. Wow, everyone gets a go. And I... So I've seen it today. I've reviewed it for City AM newspaper. You can pick that up on Friday and learn all about it. Uh, I don't think there is an embargo. No, the reviews are out. Yeah, so I, I can tell you it's actually pretty good fun. I've, hey, I I've heard three to four stars. I'll it's, take that. Yeah, I'll give it three stars. Um, I think if you're very generous, you'd describe it as this generation's diehard. Uh, <laughs> that that would be generous. <laughs> uh, but I'd say it's maybe the fifth best film, action film set in a skyscraper. Ever. Uh, ever. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'll take that. So it's up there. Um, but I knew nothing about it going in, apart from having seen the poster, which is highly debated. It's, it's a picture of the rock jumping from a crane into a skyscraper nice. and people debating whether or not he could make that jump. Mm. Um, but I liked to think that it was a film about the rock having to visit a skyscraper without knowing what one is. <laughs> um, so I wrote a little script, okay. which is how I thought the film would pan out. Uh, and I've been disabused of that by having seen the film. But I thought, you know what, my version is still good enough for regular features. I want to experience. I want to experience your brain pre-disabusing. So let's. I okay. can read this. 
I know for a fact that at least some of this was written after you'd seen the film, so I'm quite interested to see how this goes. <laughs> okay, um, in scene scene one, The Rock meets a man. Who wants to be the man? Me! I'd love to be the man. Oh, Joe, you may be the man. That leaves Slug as The Rock. It's weird. Ah, I can't believe, you. I can't you want to be I... the man so bad, but I got to be a... Better man. A big rock. The perfect man. <laughs> you don't even wait. I can't believe I turned down the bloody rock roll again. <laughs> Scene one. Mm. A distance from the skyscraper. Exterior. Daytime. Next. Nice. Hey, excuse me, my name's The Rock. And do you know the way to the bean store? I've got to eat my body weight in beans every 45 minutes. Or else I will die. Of course so. Of course so. Uh, the beard start. <laughs> you're bad at being the man. When, when I love when, the rock so much. I was just in his mindset. Let when, me, when you make a mistake and you turn it into a voice. <laughs> believe the man, believe the man, believe the man, believe the man. Of course, sir. The bean store is located at the top of that skyscraper in the distance. Oh, what? A skyscraper? That's the narrowest type of building that there is. And I'm the widest type of man that there is. There's absolutely no way I will fit inside a building of that shape and size. Don't you have any buildings that are wider than they are tall, such as an aircraft hangar or a widow's sad bungalow? I'm sorry, sir. All of the bean stores located inside aircraft hangars and sad bungalows were forced out of business by Bean Corp, who have the monopoly on beans. And now the only (laughs) bean store in town is located way up on the hundredth floor. Of that skyscraper. Oh, this is terrible news. If I don't start eating beans soon, then I'm toast. I'm not beans on toast, because if I had any beans, then I wouldn't be toast, would I? I'd just be me with all beans on. And that's precisely the situation I want to be in. Mr. The Rock, if I may. The skyscraper only looks narrow when viewed from far away. Well, you can say that again. It's the size of a bloody pencil. It's ridiculous. Well, if you were to get closer to it, I think you'd find that... Yeah, it's closer no, to no, it. No, no, I think you'd find that it's actually rather huge and very... Very, very wide, yes. No, so you would... I would. You'd fit inside. Fit inside it easily, yes. I know that. I just need to be closer to it, don't I? Is that all you wanted to tell me? That, sky cris- <laughs> that skyscrapers are bigger when you're closer to them? Because I already knew that. I knew that the entire time. Do you go around just telling people things they already know? Because that sounds like a complete waste of time to me. Scene two. The rock arrives at the skyscraper. Just as I suspected, the skyscraper is very big. Welcome to the skyscraper, mister... The name's Ian Rocklington, but you can call me the rock. And guess what? I'm here to eat three tons of beans so that I don't immediately die. Well, it just so happens we have a very fine bean store on the hundredth floor of our skyscraper. Way up there at the top. Up there? Yes, right up there. You can see it now. That's the bean store? Yes, just up there. (laughs) Well, that's tiny. (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry, sir? (laughs) <laughs> that bean store is absolutely minuscule. I can barely see it. It's... I need a normal-sized bean store filled with normal-sized beans if I'm to stand any chance of not deflating to death like a bad hot air balloon in the next ten minutes. But, sir, yes, if I may, go on. that bean store is quite average in size. It's simply very far away at the top. Of the skyscraper. At the top, yes. If you were to ride the elevator, elevator. to the hundredth floor, hundredth floor of the skyscraper, you'd find it's much larger. larger than it seems now. Yes, of course. 
I was testing you. There are a lot of people who don't realise that bean stores that are very far away are actually normal size. And I needed to make sure that you weren't one of them. I have no time for liars and time wasters. Now, where is that elevator? I am hungry for beans and I am running out of patience. Scene three. (laughs) The Rock arrives at the bean store. Excuse me, is this the bean store? Yes. Good, because hello, my name is The Rock and I need to eat my weight in beans every 45 minutes or else I will die. I only have three minutes left, so I'm going to need the biggest bean you have. I need one giant bean that weighs as much as me. The bean clerk, realising he is speaking to The Rock, (laughs) thinks quickly. Mr. Rock, if I may, would you indulge me in holding this bean very close to your eye? Well, sure, it's a normal-sized bean and not what I asked for, but I will... Oh, my God, it's a big bean! (laughs) (laughs) The end. Oh, somebody tell me where my feature's gone My regular feature Gentlemen, have you heard about Plain Bay? Plain Bay? Have you heard about Plain Bay? I haven't heard about Plain Bay. I'm glad you haven't heard about Plain Bay, so I, I can outrage you. I think I've heard about Plain Bay. This was a twist. He's heard about Plain Bay. <laughs> He's heard about Plain Bay. <laughs> yes, I've heard about Plain Bay. Uh, what, to your conception, is Plain Bay? So this was a Twitter uh, catastrophe that unfolded. Uh, it was an Instagram. Phenomenon. It was a phenomenon uh, that quickly... <sighs> I know Plain Bay now. Oh! Zog just remembered Plain Bay. Uh, Let me remind our readers, it began with uh, a woman called Rosie Blair. And she said, Last night on a flight home, my boyfriend and I asked a woman to switch seats with me so we could sit together. We made a joke that maybe her new seat partner would be the love of her life. And, well, now I present you with this thread. And over the course of several hours, and the course of an entire flight... Rosie Blair took pictures of a couple of people, strangers, their arms touching. Uh, she took pictures of their family photos that they were showing to each other. <laughs> and did not, <laughs> this I did not know. And did not blur them out. So this was like through the crack in the seat. She yeah, was through the crack in the seat. Uh, a romance unfold between these two people. That she attributes entirely to herself being a fucking annoyance on a plane. If anyone asked me to move from my seat designation, I would find it very difficult, whether it's for oh, their no. boyfriend or not. Oh, so she asked to move into so her seat. She was her, a fussy gal. Her boyfriend was going to be in a window seat, and she was going to be in the aisle seat in the row in front. The perpetrator's boyfriend, yeah. Yes. So the she perpetrator. We've nailed our colours <laughs> to the mast. <laughs> Uh, yes. So in she was just trying to justify being a fussy gal by yes. saying that, look, if I hadn't done this... Yeah. Ah. All of that, your soulmate. And she, she presented an Instagram story that then she put on Twitter as well because it gained 370,000 retweets. Is wow. that a lot? That's a lot. Not to you. <laughs> uh, but to someone like me or Rosie Blair, it's a great deal. Rosie uh, Blair? Rosie Isn't Blair. she in The Exorcist? She's... Tony Blair's son. <laughs> As that um, plane hurtled through the air, it was a Blair bitch project. Oh! Projectile. <laughs> <laughs> Blair bitch projectile. Plane Bay. Oh. Plane Bay. End the feature now. <laughs> You've ruined everything I have to say. But she did all sorts of things. She told the world that were watching at the time, that they'd gone to the bathroom at the same time, implying sex, which she later denied. Illegal, right? You can't have sex in a 
in a oh, plane. Is that is the Mile High Club a bad club? I think it may be breaking is it maritime like, laws. <laughs> is it like the Yakuza? <laughs> it's a club you can't be in. But, she, yeah, so she implied they were having sex. And later on she's like, I was not implying they were having sex. You fucking did. You used the sploosh emoji. Both, both of them were just shitting at the same time. And you've impugned them for back, it. Doing back and forth. Um she kept taking pictures of their faces and then like scribbling them out like someone would do in a photo album, scratching the, out an what ex's if you're face. Going to murder them? <laughs> yeah. Like like the Satan did in the photos on Omen. Precisely like <laughs> Satan. That's not one of the crimes she did though. That's a bad crime. Well the alternative is not uh, just leaving their faces. No, the alternative is don't take pictures <laughs> of strangers. It's weird. That's true. Uh and she also, when they got off the plane, she followed them through the little thing and took pictures of them together because they were going to go off together. Yeah. And then afterwards they found out who they were, um, because the plane bay, the man. Um, got in touch and said, I'm the plane bay. And it turns out he's an ex-professional football player called Ewan. Um, and they all went on the Today Show together. But did you know who didn't go on the Today Show with them is the lady. Oh because my. she doesn't want to and she's deleted all her social media accounts because people keep saying she had sex with a stranger on a plane oh. to her. Oh, so yes. So you fucked up someone's internet presence for the benefit of yourselves. And it's... High altitude slut shaming. <laughs> yeah, and I deleted all all of this from my <laughs> the, thing. The Actually, so right. Yeah, I did it in a toilet. I am a good football genuinely, player. Genuinely. And, another, and another thing, Ellen DeGeneres. When he was <laughs> when he was asked about it, he said, "A gentleman never tells," which is someone going, "I did it," <laughs> but the woman don't want to say it. Uh, I wasn't going to say this, but actually, I'm really angry, at Rosie. I never fuck a lady in the ass in the sky and tell anyone about it. <laughs> we're, we're approaching us being as bad as Rosie Blair. Step back a little bit. Okay, okay. But the, the damage is done. All we can do is just piss on the fire. The Rosie Blair <laughs> oil has piss. since asked for work from BuzzFeed. She's asked for money from T-Mobile. She's asked for jobs from everyone. It's astounding. She's oh, wow. The the perp. Yeah, the, the perp. The perp. So do you want rich? me to work my magic in a sex advice column? But this is it. It's legitimately. You know the meme that's gone around recently of like, wow, this really blew up. Check out my SoundCloud. It's that, but on the most pathetic level I've ever heard. Oh my god, I, uh, I wish the plane had crashed now. Do you want. And killed plane pay. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear a cool Instagram post that she put up post no, all of this? Yes, no, you do. No, I don't. My name is Rosie. Kind of funny now that it rhymes with nosy. I love love. You twee fuck. I love love. Oh. Earnestly. My favourite film is You've Got Mail. Worst film about love. Or easily you... any other of the Nora Ephron hits. And I believe in the possibility of magic in the minutiae of everyday life. And this is my favourite line. Because of this belief, I wear a great deal of many hats. <laughs> a great deal of many hats. A multitude of plenty of hats. A hard hat on top of a top hat on top of a cowboy hat. I That's me. I put the smallest hat on first. Blogger, writer, actor, well, photographer. And now, I suppose, some strange variety of journalist. Ah, uh, yes. I saw a story unfolding in front of my eyes recently and it filled me with the hope of possibility. A lot of people dismiss the idea of love at first sight because it's a little schmaltzy, silly, and perhaps cliche. My perspective is this. Open your eyes up to the possibility, and you may see it all around you. See what? One of my favourite life mantras when struck with... This is the most selfish thing I've ever heard. One of my favourite life mantras when struck with the thought of, why is this happening to me? 
is to instead consider asking yourself, why is this happening for me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so their romance was for her. It's for her. To produce into an Instagram drama. Yeah. Also the or idea is that... Or is she just suggesting to them to, well... Why are you being why, so selfish? Why has the this, universe made this happen to you? Why has this nosy prick behind of us happened for us? <laughs> uh, so I'd like to say this, and this, I know this isn't funny, but I've got something to say to our readers. I feel very strongly that this kind of thing is normalising a very dangerous kind of public behaviour, and I feel a responsibility to make sure that our readers don't feel legitimised in doing this, by which I mean befriending plain bays. Plain bays get their name from the fact that they can travel seamlessly between various planes of existence, but will always fly B-A. Plain bay. (laughs) And as such, I present to you Plain Bay, an instructional choose-your-own-adventure. You are a fitty, flying business class to who knows where. You've got a satchel full of dreams and nowhere to put them but loose. <laughs> Your abs are A+. You've got hair to spare and you wear three... Sh- sorry, you wear shoes three sizes too small to remind you where you came from. Who will I meet on my plane to who knows where? You think wistfully as you file onto the plane, safe in the knowledge that even if you meet no one of interest, you will be earning British Airways Avios points, commensurate with the distance travelled by the Boeing 787 Dreamliner, whose recently refurbished carpeting you are tiptoeing across. 11K. Really build a scene. Yes. 11K. 11K. You whisper your seat assignment to yourself (laughs) to distract from the feeling of yet another callus shearing off your feet, guttering blood into an already sodden suck, and reminding you of where you came from. Went all dirty and bodily. Is this because our shoes are too small? Yes. Or because we are falling apart zombies? Small shoes! I thought it was the carpet on there. Oh, Oh, I've I've created too many (laughs) (laughs) plausible reasons. You don't want to think of where you came from. You don't want to think about that right now. You want to think of your luxurious World Traveller Plus recliner window seat and the on-demand entertainment you'll hopefully get to ignore because of the friend you'll make in seat 11J. You quickly find them. An unknowable black mass like flowing liquid shadow sits in 11J. When you politely ask if you could squeeze by to get into your seat, it turns its head, stump, roots. Before you can decide on the correct noun, a dark screaming voice appears inside your head even as you understand that the creature is making no actual noise. The words ring in your head like the toll of a thousand cathedral bells announcing the approach of the four horsemen. Oh, sorry, babe! Let me get up for you! (laughs) As you you nod a thank you and do that weird plain seat crab walk into 11K, you can't help but notice that the formless mass has a pair of cherry red, oh-so-kissable lips and an arse like two curvy girders. Could this be plain bay? Decision A, do you kiss the plane bay or turn on failure to launch with Sarah Jessica Parker? Right. I need to know what character plane bay is. Is it Rosie O'Ding-Dong? No, the bay. Or is it bay the This is an unknowable black shadow mass. The, the plane, plane bay is the, is the man, the unidentified male partner in the, in the fresh tryst that occurred on board. Uh, this... oh, are bay is always male. Uh, in this, a bay is a babe. A bay is just someone you're once attracted I, to. Once oh. I figured out there was a missing B, everything else falls ah. into place for me. Blame bay! How does that mean boo is short for boob? <gasps> or bobe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Um, I don't think you should jump in with a kiss because that's not what Plain Bay did. That's a good idea. No! I'm going to read it anyway because I wrote it. Okay. <laughs> no, do not kiss the Plain Bay. The Plain Bay's lips are a kind of cloaca and you'll get all eggs in you and the eggs will land in your lungs and in six to eight weeks after you've completed a hasty marriage to the Plain Bay, whatever's inside them will hatch, eat your way out of your ribs and fold you up like a Muller Corner yoghurt for fun. Which leaves you with the option to turn on failure to launch with Sarah Jessica Parker. Which is the option that I chose. Yes, you, you did eventually. <laughs> eventually. Quite, it took you long much. enough. You were talking about men. It's like the opposite <laughs> of Steve's where he forces us to say something because he hasn't written it. Well, you I, force us to do things because you have written it. Well, occasionally Steve does that one, but he does it much more elegantly than me. <laughs> Ignoring your own sexual impulses, you find a favourite rom-com to rewatch on the High Life Entertainment console nestled into seat 10F ahead of you. You do not question why row 10 would have seat assignments A to F when row 11 has G to K. This is just how things are done in a BA Dreamliner. When did you last rewatch Failure you to... You looked up the f- f- seat planning of a G The G... Yeah, you... It's got a narrow middle. It got a, it's a plane with an hourglass figure. <laughs> <laughs> when did you last rewatch Failure to Launch's whimsical tale of Trip and Paula? Your foot twinges as a bunion grows another inch. Oh, that's when. In the place that is where you come from. As you reach to turn off the movie to forget, that voice appears in your head. What you watching, honey bunches? <laughs> what the fuck is this? You turn to see the previously formless plane bay resting nonchalantly on what seems to be an elbow against the extended 18-inch tray table afforded by the World Traveller Plus seat. It clearly put the tray table down just to do this, and it would look kind of awkward, except the tray table is just mouths now, all sucking on their bottom lips seductively, like this. Like that. Your, nether, your nethers twinge. Decision B. Do you tell the plane bay you are watching Failure to Launch, or do you ignore the plane bay and think of home? I love the phrase, your nethers twin. <laughs> I think I can imagine it popping up as a prompt in net hack. <laughs> <laughs> or as an explorable realm. <laughs> the, the nether twinge. The nether twinge. <laughs> Um, what are the options again? Run them by me one more time. Tell the plane bay you're watching Failure to Launch, or ignore the plane bay and think of home. Um, well, last time I chose an option, you just went with the one you wanted, so I'm going to say, ignore the plane bay. No, I don't like that one. No, do not tell the plane bay you're watching Failure to Launch. You're about to turn it off, so that would be a lie. Like, technically you're watching it, but you're not watching, watching it. Plane bays are sensitive to electrical signals, including those in your brain, and would know that you are answering with a falsehood and then fly up your ass and make you explode or something. So you ignore the plane bay and think of home. It's 1066. You are at home. Battle of Hastings. In your thatched hovel. Your father, a housecarl to your fief's baron, and the man who passed on the fitty gene to you, is departing for Hastings. He will likely never return. You will never know. As he leaves, he leaves you his best shoes. Unfortunately, it's the old days. He's really little, and you're a genetic freak, so they are three sizes too small, exactly. A day later, you hear your mother's scream. She's been ploughing the yams. <laughs> <laughs> the terrifying yams. Well, when you burst open the door, you see that there are no yams, and there is no plough, and there is no mother. There is a Boeing 787 Dreamliner wrenched through time into the yam patch and squeezing out of its hundreds of windows is a black formless mass. It engulfs you and you appear in the future, keen to eliminate a plane bay. 
but you have amnesia. The end? <laughs> oh, you do have an imagination. <laughs> Play bait. Oh, I couldn't do the second clip. I think during the... Speed them up. During the closing credits of that, I would like to see a Boeing 87787 in the Bayo Tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can't believe you top and tailed my feature with better jokes about my feature. You piece of shit. <laughs> regular features, regular features. What is a feature coming next? Let us see. I've got a water feature out in the garden. That you, I, I've you've got a water feature. A water feature out in the garden. Not a regular feature. You do realise that word has potency when you're in the podcast. What would I call it? Big old copper dish full of water. Mm. Um, about does it trickle? Uh, we've got a little pump in there. It creates a trickle, mm. so it just pumps the water up and keeps it keeps it going. Um, and in this hot recent weather, this recent hot weather that we've had, yes, the uh, local weather birds, hot recent uh, really do get a thrill out of bathing in this little water feature. And every day, every morning, I will go and I'll top it up because in the in the heat it will evaporate a little bit and it will go down a couple of inches and maybe they wouldn't be able to reach the the surface of the water to have a drink if they're a small bird, large bird, small stupid bird that doesn't have the wherewithal to drop stones in to displace the water <laughs> like <laughs> our good friend the crow. And they should know better. <laughs> um, but now I see the birds flying around in the in the afternoons and they're mostly active in the mornings. And I just hope to God they're grateful. And they look at me and they go, that's the boy who fills the water. And I love him. Uh, Again. So 100% convinced that was going to turn into the bird story. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually angry when it didn't. <laughs> I think crows do, they not only remember you and remember their feelings towards you, they can communicate that to other crows who will react to you as though you are a dick. Because they dick heard to crows it. because they've had you described via I don't know. No, they've no, no. mimed your they've mimed your face with their wingtips. These yeah. are patch notes for the game Spore. <laughs> no. Not, this is not real life. No, no this has been done on college campuses. This is actually true. They do communicate about humans. I've seen a YouTube video about it, Joe. It's totally real. I've seen a crow. Just doing a Rubik's Properly Cube. Properly give with... me the middle finger, <laughs> the middle talon. I didn't like it one bit. It's. I'm just saying that they will beat you at chess. <laughs> I saw a crow um, like when faced with uh, a tube and a, a thing, in, thing in it with a hook. He took a long length of wire and curved it into the shape of some incriminating pictures of the researcher doing the experiment. And so the researcher gave him all of the seeds that he wanted and they never spoke of it again. That's how clever they are, Joe. I, I've seen an octopus build a car, so joke's on you. Better than crows. I've seen an octopus in the boot of a car. <laughs> Desperate. <laughs> Screaming for help. Who knows? Through its beak. <laughs> um, Lug. Yes? Feature? Oh, Is your feature about nature? My feature has nothing natural about it. Oh. Apart from... No, it's got us in it. I and mean, what are we, if not nature's proudest boys? Yep, so, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys did or didn't notice that um, 
last episode was episode 300. Was it? No. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even mention it. We are that fucking cool. We are nonchalant. Nonchalant as the fuck. That was, yeah. And do you know who's not nonchalant? Our readers. Wow. Yeah. They were upset. They were upset. <laughs> it was such a non-episode for but, them. Yeah, but then. But if we ever made like the crass mistake of, say, giving a shit, our impenetrable cool bubbles would pop and allow the concerns of the world to devour us like cartoon termites eating a chair. Yeah, uh, the readers don't seem to care about that, do they? They want us to celebrate ourselves. They put us on a pedestal. Yeah. And we are terrified of heights. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just a, uh, just a step, please. We just keep a... kicking it away like hanging men. <laughs> please, get rid of this! Let us choke Let us die! With big erections. <laughs> Bigger than that! <laughs> Yeah, okay, but I'm I'm prone inclined to, I'm prone to being inclined to agree with them. But sometimes you've gotta just flex your wrists upwards like that, hold your arms in close to your body, and make small pistoning motions like I'm doing now. Like a like a little dance that's so parental and bad that it can only be sincere. Unless you're my mum doing it, in which case it's embarrassing. Stop doing it, mum. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Oh, you fucking woman. Yeah, anyway, I was just thinking, what could we do to celebrate episode 300 and the reaching thereof? And I think the answer is this. A party. (laughs) But what kind of party? Well, that's for you to decide. Me? I'm going to roll out some party options. So, yeah, I've got got maybe four options here. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a fifth one that started, but obviously yeah. I didn't finish that one. <laughs> a party option, is that a... You that, you're thinking of a party favour, aren't you? That party favours. Which is... Or a party trick. Party trick. Like this. Whoa! <laughs> now the party's really he started. Just, he just made that noise. Could you fold that back in, we can begin the party. <laughs> so, option number one. A disappointing 300 Spartan party. 300 is the number of big oily men that muscled each other to death in a ravine. And I refuse to research this, but I believe that this is the prevailing wisdom about what happened in the year 300 BC, which I also believe stands for 30 belting chaps. <laughs> anyway, when we... <laughs> Sorry. Not even. Please, please carry on. <laughs> anyway, when we regular features invite all of our readers to a 300 Spartan party, they're going to take one look at us, compare it with our output and what they know of history, and they're going to assume that it's going to be a load of really vascular dicks, uncomfortably firm jerk-off sessions, and just smashing each other's... or smashing each other's buttocks against each other with enormous impact. Mm. So watch their faces drop when it is, in fact, the other definition of Spartan, which is a Canadian dessert apple of a variety with crisp white flesh and maroon-flushed yellow skin. When our guests look crestfallen... We, we'll just say, well, we just want to share with you our love of this very special Canadian apple. And they'll say, well, why were there so many dicks going up butts on your flyers? And I'll say, well, that's a very good question before telling everyone they've seen the apples now and the party's over. <laughs> Episode 300, Celebrated. <laughs> 
It's like it's the uh, default background on the invite software I've got, and I don't know how to change it. Sorry. <laughs> Have you heard of Clipper? It's notoriously difficult to edit. <laughs> it's just it got the layers wrong. That was supposed to be like underneath a white blank thing. <laughs> I love the fact Dick's cutting up asses underneath everything I publish, just so I know it's I know. there. As if it prints them and then prints white on top, like when Prince Charles's suits. Anti-monarchy things under the lining. <laughs> you can scratch it like a winning ticket. You can stick it. <laughs> put lemon on it and put it in an oven. <laughs> That's my favourite recipe. Uh, sec- option two is a regular features drugs party. I mean, everyone loves a drugs party. I mean, a typical conversation at a drugs party will go like this. Do you want to dance? No, thanks. I don't. Well, how about now you've had some drugs? Oh, yes, that's nice. I can smell the drums now, and they smell lovely. (laughs) Drug dancing parties are a lot of fun, but here are a few tips to stop you doing drugs wrong. If you've had too much of a drug, ask someone you trust what the opposite of that drug is and cram as much of that into your face as possible. The slow release into your mouth will be like a medical drip and cure you of drugs. Never go to the toilet, that is the drugs trying to escape. And if you leave a massive drug poo in the toilet, that is evidence that can be used in a court of law. And it would be very embarrassing to have a barrister slap an evidence bag of your shit on the table and say, Did you do this poo, Mr Wilkinson? While the jury all hold their noses and make wafting sounds. (laughs) I don't know why Mr Wilkinson made me laugh so much. It's none of our names. Regular <laughs> features, member number six. Feels like Log is thinking of someone. He's a hype. I did actually use the name of someone I know that. I just changed it to Wilkinson because it seemed like a sitcom name. <laughs> and if everyone follows those two important rules, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't have an illegal regular features drugs taking party. Option two celebrate off your knockers. Like it. Mm-hmm. How about number three? A party in which we just stop talking and enjoy each other's silent company. I mean, you can feel your shoulders sink into the chair, finally free of the need to perform. At first, we trade glances with each other, our lips pursing instinctively to form a word, only to be silenced and soothed by a reassuring shake of the head. For comfort, my hands slip into my pants to peel the skin off my balls away from my leg skin. This skin off your balls. Yeah, I need to say that again, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) I do need to. Sometimes a little slip of the tongue Mm. does substantially change the meaning of a sentence. (laughs) Imagery is everything. (laughs) I'm going to leave it like that. For comfort, I peel the skin off my balls. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving to. Hanging Newton's cradles of delight. Oh, even if he did say of my balls. I could not stop thinking of you. Uh, You've probably seen me skinning do it. Your, <laughs> your, your balls out. Grating them Flaying, away. that's the word I'm thinking of. Flaying. Well, walk down the street and you've probably seen me just dip my hands into my pants, pull them straight out again. Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm. Oh, everyone does no, that. Yes. I've so, never seen you do that because you're so stealthy when you do. Well, thank you very much. But you do you do it as well? But do you do yeah. it from the outside? Oh, no, no, always inside. Okay, cool. How about you, Steve? I pretend I'm tucking my shirt in, but I spend a lot of time around the front. That's that's someone who wears a tucked in shirt getting their fucking privilege in. I work in the city. Do you uh, wrap the shirt around your hand and use it to sort of bandage the ball briefly for some extra protection? Oh, no, you're setting yourself up for ruin later later on in the day. That'll be a sweat nightmare. Yeah, you're going to... 
yank those little tails out and they're going to have little ball sweats. <laughs> cotton, <laughs> little cotton cloth papoose for mm. your balls. <laughs> cotton <laughs> papoose. <laughs> and these, in this hot weather as well, you want as few different types of fabric touching your balls over the course of the day. Otherwise, you'd be scrubbing away in the shower for ages. Oh, Maximum one. Otherwise, your balls will be just large. Uh. <laughs> and in charge. Oh, careful there. People might have thought your balls weren't massive, Joe. <laughs> Guys, you get it. You're looking at me right now. And you know that that party trick I did earlier was the sound of my balls. So. What is option three for episode 300? I want to hear option four first. Well, option three was continues on with... Joe gets up walking around, I oh, think, about asking him what he's doing, but I realise I no longer care. Matt's climbed onto the hob, enjoying the fact that no one can speak to tell him off. I wag my finger at him, but he just smiles back and wags his finger back. And I remember what a massive Sonic the Hedgehog fan he is and realise I'm onto a hiding to nothing. I'm on a hiding to nothing with finger wagging. And soon we're also in com- soon we're also comfortable in each other's company that we no longer feel the need to interact with each other at all, and the podcast is finally over. Number four, four and final one, is we climb into a massive banjo and wait for a giant to play it. (laughs) (laughs) And um, there you go. That's genuinely one of the best ends to a feature, I think, for a year, maybe a year and a half. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. And if you liked what you heard, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. We've had two glowing promises from Log and Joe to supply Patreons with some exclusive content. Oh my God, it's going to be crazy. We've got some some little feature excerpts Mm. and uploads going on up there. And you'll only get them if you are a patron. We've had some new patrons this last week. Oh shit, man. What? Who? Who? I'm going to read out their names, which I don't think they consented to, but you know what? I don't care. (laughs) What do you think of an interesting fact about this person that's definitely true? Georgia Williams. Georgia Williams invented... The bicycle. Terrible. Why? No, it's good. You can't attribute that to anyone, so it's probably Georgia Williams. I thought you were going to say she invented the bicep, but... um... All right, mate. (laughs) Say that for the next one. It's so strange that you said invented the bicycle, because the next Patreon... It sounds like someone who'd never ride a bicycle. His name is Stuart Iamble. Oh! That's oh. serious. Guys, we didn't that, even no, set that up. That's right. actually oh, serious. Oh, what terrible fact. Oh, it's fucking bullshit. I fucking <laughs> set up a joke without even meaning to. So I'm leaving, you pieces of shit. Stuart, look what you've had. Stuart Iamble, mate. Christ almighty, your comedy surname has ruined Joe. I'm back. Hey, hey, we're all friends again. Thank you both. Um, Thank you for being a patron's. Um, keep an eye on the website for upcoming live shows. We have got nothing planned at the moment, but we are working on some more shows later on in the year. It's a hectic time of the year for us all. It's busy. It's wedding season. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon. <laughs> and Wimbledon to boot. <laughs> Tell your friends about the podcast. Rate and review us on iTunes. 
um, stick your finger up to the first knuckle in your asshole, plop it back out, have a sniff. Smell that? That's the smell of shit. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Sweet dreams. Ta-ta. Regular features. 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 Regular features.